girl Shakira B. And we are the Bougetto Podcast. The Bougetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern day African American women, trans, and stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. So it's time for our praise break of the week. For those who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So Parker, what was your praise break during the week? So my praise break of the week is actually, I'm going to bring up one again from last week because I mentioned it a little bit on the last podcast, but we're going to run it back because it was a great thing. Um, I was so worried about interviews and a job that I didn't even think about this. But last week, I was able to volunteer for the congressional black caucus and i actually was able to escort senator cory booker yes and he was amazing so everyone knows i'm into politics and policy all that good stuff so it was great meeting him shaking hands it was great um, getting to talk to him some of his staff and also other gubernatorial candidates that are black who are um, in the nation. So who was it? It was Stacey Abrams and also Ben Jealous, who's running for the state of Maryland. And then also um, Andrew and Gillum's Gillum. wife. Yeah. Okay. So he wasn't able to make it, but his wife was. And she was fabulous, y'all. Oh, man. I was like, yes to my black sister. So that was great. And that was my praise break of the week. So what was yours, Shakira? So my praise break of the week, this past Sunday, I actually got to participate in Dope Black Girls Brunch. It was was so great. It was sponsored by Black Girls Vote and Color Vision. And for those who don't know, shameless plug, I'm to shout out Black Girls Vote right fast. So Black Girls Vote is an organization um, based out of Baltimore, but they eventually want to expand nationwide and get onto college campuses to discuss politics. Um, all type of legislative acts that pretty much are affecting the black woman. And that is very important because, as you know, we carry our families. Yeah. We really truly and we do. we carry like, large voting power. Yes, too. and voting power. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it is important that we do that. And Color Vision is actually an organization in D.C. that's based off of um, African-American women in the media. So those are two great organizations. Follow them on Instagram. They're so great. They have wonderful founders and wonderful meetings. So... And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yes, we had a great time turned up. It was great. Also, so today we have a very special guest, everyone. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Yes, right. So today we are meeting with Kiara from Charm City Buyers, y'all. Yes, she is amazing. Has a lot to bring to the table, a lot to speak about. So... What was your praise break of the week? Yes, thank you for having me. So my praise break of the week, I actually um, spent a little bit of time, a couple days in Puerto Rico. We did a nice little, fun little, you know, it was a little business and pleasure because, you know, we mix business in with everything. Um, But (laughs) but we had a really, really nice time in Puerto Rico and spent some time not only in San Juan, the really cool touristy areas that everyone loves to go check out, but also traveled around Puerto Rico and really got to see kind of some of the um, progress or sometimes lack thereof after mm, the hurricanes gotcha. last year. Yeah. Um, but it was just a really, really nice, nice trip. So, Ooh, yes, yeah. I know. I'm jealous. jealous. I know. <laughs> I'm just, all of a sudden, I'm doing, we taking, we taking a, a trip. Vacation. Yes, <laughs> girl. We deserve it. Say, we on vacation. We on vacation. <laughs> both our mama's favorite <laughs> yes, word. Like, exactly. girl, okay, that is cute. Any bad behavior, we <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> cool. That's fine with me. So today we are going to be discussing 
Buy Back Baltimore. Yes. yes. So, if those of you who don't know, I just wanted you to discuss a little bit about yourself and what Charm City Buyers is and how you all got into real estate. Yes. Yeah, so, Charm City Buyers, it's myself and my hubby. Um, and my beautiful daughter Michaela, and we are all about <laughs> all about buying back Baltimore. So we have um, a portfolio of rentals all over the city, um, and actually have um, bought the block. It's really funny when you talk about hashtag bought the block because usually you see buy the block, but like we did it. Okay. So. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so we have all the rentals, and then we have a bunch of renovation projects going on all over the city. So, yes, yeah. awesome. So, how did you all initially get into real estate? Yeah, so I was probably um, maybe like six six months to a year outside of out of college, um, and was really trying to figure out like what exactly is it that I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? Um, really found out pretty early on that my nine to five was cool. I was making good money. I was learning a lot of things, but um, I didn't quite see myself getting a pension from there at sixty five. So um, it was really a matter of trying to figure out what the best avenue was going to be for for me personally. Um, And, I, you know, Khalil and I were together at the time as well. And so we talked a lot about, you know, where we saw ourselves going individually and where we where our vision was, um, you know, long term together and kind of, you know, played with a few different ideas. um, But real estate specifically was something that I've always been passionate about. I used to be really young and you know, driving around like, oh, we should buy that house. And my mom's like, girl, like, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> how? What are you talking about? So um, so I had always been really passionate about real estate. And then him and I, as we were kind of planning out our goals and what we wanted to accomplish, real estate just fit really well into, you know, accomplishing those things. Gotcha. Yes. Because real estate is something major that I think we've both noticed mm-hmm. since coming to Baltimore for sure. Um, and for sure, not even since coming to Baltimore, when we lived in D.C. Yes, we saw the you watched change. It. We watched you it. You watched yes. it. We were at Howard mm-hmm. um, in 2011. Mm-hmm. And from what it was in 2011 to now, Girl, baby, you could have told me. You would have never been able they to They squeezing up buildings in pinky size space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Talks about $300,000 for a condo. Right. Right. Yes. Two bedrooms. And that's so funny because DC, a lot of times when you talk about buying the block in Baltimore, a lot of that comes from folks watching DC mm-hmm. going from the chocolate city to not quite. Uh, yeah. And so really, really making sure that Baltimore um, doesn't fall into that same yes. scenario. Yes. Like we all watch it happen in DC. Mm-hmm. How do we make sure that we have a seat at the table here in Baltimore to be able to change that narrative and make sure that, um, you know, Charm City keeps all its charm. Exactly. Um, I agree. I agree. So why um, is, do you feel real estate investing is important for us as black millennials? Yes. For for sure. I think it's critical. I mean, I think when you, as millennials, first of all, we have so much more information than Uh any of the generations before us. Honestly, it's literally at your fingertips Mm because all of us got our phone right here. Google it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. We have the information. The second piece is that when you really think about wealth, because that's really a lot of times what folks are talking about when they're talking about real estate. When you think about wealth, um, the biggest disparity when you talk about the wealth gap between black or you know minorities and others, it's real estate yep, is yes. usually the, the foundation of that gap. Um, and so I think because of the fact that millennials have 
kind of the information to know those types of things. And real estate, honestly, is like the cool, sexy thing to invest in, right? You can invest in stocks and, and all that, but something about real estate is just sexy. Yes, H- blame it on HGTV. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, love HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> I but so with that, I mean, I think, you know, folks being millennials thinking about real estate and having that in on the forefront of their minds when they're thinking about long-term investment strategies and building wealth is critical to changing the entire narrative on what you know being young and black or even older and black looks like because well you know you start investing now what you look like mm-hmm. in 15 20 30 years this can be a whole nother ball game exactly yes yeah. i agree and it's so important like you say to not necessarily invest earlier while we're younger or whatnot but i wouldn't have learned some of the life lessons i've learned so far without buying my home mm-hmm. that i've purchased i'm like how are people waiting till they 35 40 to buy a house with a spouse like you learn so much about that process Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. completing it like not even saying you have to wait or buy have a spouse or whatever but even doing it at a younger age when you have the availability to do it you learn so much about yourself it's real adulting yeah, <laughs> sometimes when you have a house, it's adulting. Like, yes. I, I woke up yeah. this morning and now my my stove won't turn on. Why? Ooh, Why won't my stove? We'll What's going on with my stove? Is that? Uh oh, did we trigger? Like, give me some flash yeah, triggers. Yeah, I got PTSD. Like, why? Why is my Why is my basement wet? Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, this morning, I said, you know, <laughs> said your basement wet this morning. Get out! You know what you doing, God? She ain't say I'm gonna give it to God. She doing real good. I was gonna have that wet back when I get home. At one point, something was happening. Literally every week to her house literally yes. oh my gosh but that's but like really that happens to a lot of people and they're like oh my god why did I buy this house but there's some way like there's so many different insurance products and all this kind of stuff and I know we'll probably take it all the way left field but there's so many things that you can do at when you're young to help um, mitigate some of those risks mm, that you have to yes, deal with like yes. the water in your basement there's a addendum that folks can get on their insurance policies called um, it's uh, water backup Water backup and sump pump overflow. It's an addendum you ask for. It might cost $65 a year. I will tell you that I put it on every single one of my properties, including my personal home. And I've saved tens of thousands, tens of tens of thousands of dollars because of that little addendum, because of all the water that comes, can come into your house. And like, it like takes out your carpets and your this and your Mm -hmm. that and we actually, when um, a few months ago, when there was a big storm in Baltimore, um, our sump pump died. We had like a foot of water in our personal home. So oh usually I have God. to deal with this in the rentals. In our personal home, we had that. It took out our furnace, our washer. That just our, happened to me. All that kind of stuff. It took out my furnace and hot water heater. Oh, I was dealing. Yes, it's not fun. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. And our hot water heater was out for a little bit. We gave it a few days to dry out and it came back on. But um, I went but we um but it i mean the insurance company wrote us a, several checks and that was the end of that so we didn't yeah. have to deal with none that's of that that's important because you was talking about like blood insurance and i kept thinking like i know it got to be something because that's if it floods like mm-hmm. outside or something like a major yes. flood but that see dropping mm-hmm. gems right now thank mm-hmm. you because yeah, i'm looking to buy my house by next year so i know to add that for sure i put it on tomorrow. every every policy i have especially in baltimore because baltimore has these old um main lines old pipes just there's just everything's old baltimore is an old city and so a lot of times those big trees you see in front of or behind houses those yes. roots start to get into like your lines and stuff oh, and it causes wow. all kinds of problems and 
But yeah, so get those addendums. All oh kinds of I could talk insurance all day. No. I started in insurance when I graduated from college. Really? I worked in insurance. Oh, that so, is smart. Yeah. And while okay, I was in college. State Farm, y'all get cut loose anyway. Oh, <laughs> I can't say no, that. I can't said it on the podcast. State Farm, I ain't say that. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't. Excuse me, State Farm. Hello, this is Kiara. I did not say that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. That hurt you. That wasn't that wasn't me, State Farm. Right, I know that's nope. right. You can that be my neighbor. <laughs> you can still be my neighbor. You can still be my neighbor. I'm so weak. So, sorry. Just piggybacking on um, what you were saying earlier, even about Baltimore being an old city. So, for mm-hmm. a lot of people, I know for sure when Shakira first moved. Or was about to move. Everybody was like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you move to Baltimore? There's so much this. There's so much crime. There's so much all of this stuff. And literally, since she's moved here, she's convinced me to move. Like, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. I'm looking for a house right now. Yeah. I absolutely I, love I, I Baltimore. I was a research analyst. Oh, yeah, she <laughs> had every statistic, crime, yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. So it was kind of, and I remember you was looking like, I have to get off of here. I can't look at this stuff anymore because I'm not going to move. And I I already have bought the house. So I'm like, yeah, I already bought it. off the TV in the internet. Yep. So I would ask you, mm-hmm. why Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Why is this a place that you feel is so rich for real estate investing mm-hmm. and all of those different things? So first of all, I was so I'm originally from outside of Lincoln University, so in oh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I used to hear I. Used tell everybody all the time i can hear parties at lincoln from my bedroom going up right there Mm -hmm. so um so i'm not originally from baltimore but we used to travel down to baltimore all the time growing up so i was familiar with the city my husband's born and raised from here okay um and so you know with that kind of brought us to baltimore originally but honestly i think as soon as you shut off the tv and the news and don't watch the wire which i never watched it so that's probably why so i I didn't have all that Um, But without some of those things, I think you walk into Baltimore with a clear mind and an open heart and you see so much culture, Mm -hmm. you see so much opportunity, you see so many people who are um, really inspired to make a difference, not only for the city, but for the people of Baltimore. And I think that all of that, like love and positivity, um, really just, you know, I fell in love with it. And um, really bought into the opportunity of seeing Baltimore become um, and continue to flourish into all that it could and should be. Yes, yes this is great. Baltimore this is so good. That's the same way I felt too because I was initially in DC. I was looking all over to try to mm-hmm. find a place to buy, and then I was like, "Just this is just off." Mm-hmm. I prayed about it or whatever, and then I don't. I can't even remember how I even started to. Mm-hmm. Look at stuff in Baltimore. I just knew I was fresh out of school, had a decent job, a good credit score, wasn't making that much money, but and I was credit. like, "But I'm gonna buy me a house." Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I can make this happen or whatever. And I always talk about how I feel like um, Caleb or whatnot. When he talks about the promised land, when he was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I just came here and I was like, I'm gonna move. 
I'm gonna move to Baltimore. And then I was like, wait, houses I can afford here. Hold up. Yeah. There's a whole lot of houses you can afford here. Give me a moment. Uh (laughs) Right. Especially coming from DC. And I think that there's so many people who are starting to see that. You shift Mm -hmm. your perspective and you're understand you start to see, all right, here's what I could buy in DC for this amount of money. I can get three, four, five times the house in Baltimore. Right? And take the little forty five minute train to get to DC and not have to deal with the traffic and all the foolishness. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and people are really starting to see and understand that. And I think that that's part of the um, how as Baltimore continues to change because it's going to, there's no stopping it. Like, there's no stopping the train that's going through Baltimore right now that's going to have prices increase and different businesses coming in and all that kind of stuff. But the difference is that we see it. And folks are able to buy in early. Mm-hmm. And when I say yes. folks, that's what I mean. Right? Oh, so, <laughs> so, so folks in D.C. are really starting to come and buy in Baltimore yes. and mm-hmm. leverage leverage the Mark train or whatever else to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah. you know, ride the train. You know, why watch it go by like everyone did in D.C.? Exactly. Jump on that and let's right go. Right now, it's not that difficult. What would you suggest for people... To not only, because I don't understand how people who came up with us in D.C. and still have something to say about Baltimore. I remember my father's from D.C. Mm-hmm. So I remember growing up and going to D.C. all the time, going to Maryland. It was not a difference between D.C. and Baltimore. They both were rough. So I can't understand how people now all of a sudden that is something. It's like, oh, I could never move to Baltimore. So how can we get our people to remove their trauma eyes? And what I say about trauma eyes is looking at something as it's, uh, yeah, from a space of hurt. Or if you originally come or were born and raised in the hood and you're like, why would I ever move back to the hood? My goal was to get out, not mm-hmm. to go back. But the thing is, is in my opinion right now, as black millennials, we have an opportunity to change our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity to do something our parents, grandparents never wish did. They, could do they wish they could do. Yeah, yeah we yeah. finally are at the point where we're about to break even. Mm-hmm. We're the first generation that is about to literally break through the ceiling mm-hmm. To where we can finally be equivalent to our white counterparts. Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, how do you? What examples or tips would you give people mm-hmm. to get rid of those trauma eyes and step outside of their boundaries to come and buy something and start investing here once they buy their own house? Because you should have your own house first. <laughs> That's just you know. You can talk about people. that. Really? I did not. We did not own our personal home before. Are we started you investing. serious? I've heard many. Maybe it's the older people thing. Mm-hmm. They tell me, don't you dare go and invest in real estate before you have your own house. I I, we we had quite a few properties before we bought our own property, our own yes. house. Quite a few. So we okay, can, that yeah, makes me, we can talk okay, about that. Okay, that makes me happy. Yeah, we're going to talk about quite that. A, yes. Quite a few. Yes. Trauma mm-hmm. eyes, then we're going to go into that question. Yes, yes. yes for sure. <laughs> so, so with the trauma eyes, I think one thing that folks can do, so for us, right, getting engrossed in the culture, um, for me, I did that a few ways. One, um, I started to work. I went from the, that insurance job and um, joined a, ball, a startup in Baltimore that was really, um, it's called Fearless, and they were a software develop, they're a software development company, um, but they're really passionate about Baltimore. Mm. And so it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of different organizations here and, and some of the, um, some of that charm that I talked about before was, was them. But it was also getting involved in different organizations um, here in Baltimore, like the Baltimore Young Professionals mm-hmm. and yeah. even Happy, like shout out. Yeah. <laughs> even like house party 
421, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. So, um, but, but different organizations like that that are focused on how do we change the narrative about Baltimore? How do we bring young millennials together and not only have a good time and, yeah. you know, turn up a little bit, but also educate ourselves and each other and network and how do we build mm-hmm. as a unit? Um, and I think that's part of how you take those trauma eyes away, right? Like take advantage of some of these opportunities to see what the best parts of Baltimore are, um, because it is kind of a group effort. Like when you get Mm -hmm. a lot of us in a space and everyone's successful, Mm -hmm. we got our own professions and jobs and businesses and all these types of things. Um, and we're passionate about the city. You can really change, change everything. Um, so those, you know, I guess those who have, have those trauma eyes really, open your eyes and your heart and, and get involved and yes. really, you know, Don't put your... Out. Yeah, you out. are. Let me tell y'all when really I need are. my coin. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a house. I got a house. I got a house. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. Exactly. You're going to get a return on your investment. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's not that bad. I think coming with Shakira, because I'm here. Everybody yeah. thinks I live here, how much I'm here. Literally. Baltimore is she really... start paying rent soon. Y'all. I am. I know. literally like i'm always here i promise every weekend if i'm not out of town where am i at i'm in baltimore literally like i haven't been out in dc since literally this weekend it's been so long so it's like wow baltimore has really captivated my heart (laughs) i mean i love it here and it still has culture i think that hurts my heart so bad going back to dc even like not just from howard but coming here as a child so many things i remember are gone people don't even sing on the corners no more no you know they're trying to make a law to get rid of that yes they're literally trying to make a lot. Then even at mm. Howard, we're having issues during homecoming where some of our neighbors now, new neighbors, mm-hmm. are complaining about noise. About you homecoming? Move, yeah. Yes. You move next to a college yeah, campus. Yeah. What did you expect? That's known for homecoming. Yeah. That's what is home. No. It's Howard homecoming. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they're like, we don't care about this. It's way too loud. Are you serious? So, so many things. Yeah. Of our culture are shifting. It's like we have the availability to really like step in there get something you can have your own home you don't have to wait or you know mm-hmm. or invest in something mm-hmm. come yeah. here put your money yeah. down because I, I really want to hear more about that how you can yeah. invest um without because that's always what i've been told by older people like you need to buy your own house first mm-hmm. and then you leverage that to buy other properties <laughs> nah i, I mean you can i'm not saying no you ain't got no place to live well now. I mean, but I know, so there's a lot of different ways to invest. And I think that depending on who you're talking to, they're going to have a different perspective, right? Mm. For us, we were really young and it made sense. First of all, we weren't sure on where we were going to put our roots on at. So we weren't at a position where we wanted to buy a personal home um, and be kind of stuck somewhere. Because when we started investing, we started investing in Hartford, Connecticut. That's where I was wow. after I graduated college. And then Clill moved from Baltimore up there because, you know, I'm kind of dope. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we bought up there and then we moved back to Baltimore right before I had Michaela. Um, so while we were, so the first property we bought was a three unit. So we had those three up there. And then we came down here and bought like two or three more before we bought our house and the only reason we bought our personal home was because we knew that um we both wanted to leave our full-time jobs and so we wanted to buy our personal home and 
and use a bank because we didn't use a bank for any of the other ones. We'll okay. talk about that too. Um, so we wanted to use a bank to buy our personal home. And to do that, you need your W-2s and yes, all that kind of stuff and have, have your, your stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as we left our jobs, we wouldn't have those same like W-2s. When you leave your job, you need a few years of business income to really be able to compare that to your W-2. Um, they require that on your taxes. So we wanted to buy our house before we left our job. So that's that's the only reason why we bought when we did wow. was because we were ready to leave our full time jobs, and then we just kept buying from there. See strategy, y'all. Strategy. It is strategy. Right. It's setting your goals and mm-hmm. setting your action plan. Like there was there was like a reason for most of it. Sometimes we just did stuff off a of, you know off a little whim, but most of the time, if if it would fold, it would fold into something else. But most of the time, it was it was planned. It was planned. Yeah. I love that. See, I wish I had the wherewithal to have the coinage to actually just go out and buy without my job. But God, I'm going to keep saving. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Save with a purpose. Save with a purpose. Like, it's great to have savings, but sometimes your savings might be a little bit too accessible. If you can really just check into the savings, hit that transfer button. Then that's that's usually the devil. Move into another. That's account. usually yep. that usually is the devil. So you gotta save with a purpose, and sometimes you make sure that savings is not as easy accessible, mm-hmm. easily accessible. Yeah, that so you can use it for yes. good, not you know, rather than shooting. So and food and food. That's what we like. We spend food. way too much money yeah, on food. Don't we? Okay, all. Doing my meal prep. Yes. Well, God, God bless I got you. Myself I can't. Some debt, but it's okay. I'm going to get myself iron on now. Just like I got in it. Right. <laughs> you going to get out of debt. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. I've been speaking that in existence. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. You got it. If I got in it, I can get up and out. Get out. You going to save the money. No, she the money saving queen, so I don't have any. She going to be able to do it. I'm telling you, because she the money saving. Now, me on the other hand. I have to have literally a whole nother bank account in a whole nother city. <laughs> That's how I have to really discipline myself like that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this money goes straight out automatically to a whole nother bank in another city. I literally have to make a phone call to get that money. And is it worth it to get a, some chicken wings or some shoes or a new wig? It's not. It's not worth it. <laughs> so it's I not cut my hair off. <laughs> Mm, so gonna so bore good. my habits no more. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I'm telling y'all, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes, yeah, literally, just to not make yourself un- well, it's uncomfortable. It is. I'm not gonna lie, but to really get to the goals that you want. I know I want to buy a house next year. I mm-hmm. know for sure this is what I'm trying to do. I know I love Baltimore. I know this is where I'm gonna be. I got uh, a, a block of houses for you. See exactly. In case you was wondering, too. Hallelujah! Come on, I got a block. The whole shoot. block. Yes. yes. Come on, and this is a good conversation <laughs> segueing into, and I, of course, yeah, it's appropriate. Um, what are you say some of the things that you and your husband had to sacrifice to get where you are now? Because, yeah. like you know, like I said, I'm, I'm sacrificing. I ain't got no nails on y'all. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no wig on my head, y'all. I'm just. <laughs> I'm really sacrificing. Yeah, like, these are things yeah. that I love, love to, do, to do. But I'm like, I know I yeah. cannot afford these habits mm-hmm. at this moment. Right. But they're going to come back. Yeah. I'm going to have you a full set soon. We ain't gonna get on that right there. But moving on to the so sacrificing. sacrificing, yeah. So uh, we usually say that we kind of punted our twenties, like we just kind of skipped them. Cause I'm 29. He just turned 30 um, earlier this year. So. Um, so we kind of punted our whole our whole twenties. Thirties gonna be lit though. Hey. So um, but so there was a lot of sacrifice, right? Like while 
friends were at happy hour or you know traveling or whatever we're managing properties and you know, kind of leveraging our, our funds and discretionary money that way um and not only that not only was it kind of sacrificing because we were not kind of being young and dumb like everybody else but we got married early like we had we had a whole baby so between marriage kids and the houses um there was a lot that you kind of had mm-hmm. to shift around and, and sacrifice a bit and um you know prioritize but you know for us it, it made sense it was all kind of part of that same that yes. same plan but it. We always talk about delayed gratification. Yes. Um, yes. And so mm-hmm. doing what you have to do so you can, you know, go ahead and move forward and, and do what you really, you know, want to, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there was there's plenty of sacrifices over the years. Yes. yes. That's something we have an issue with as millennials. Mm-hmm. We like that microwave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Quick money. Quick money. Yes. Yeah. You thought I was on Snapchat. I mean, that's Snapchat. What is it? Cash, cash app. app. Cash no, app. No, what is this? Put this $5 off. Oh, Lord. Now, you talking about that cash Move app scam. Move away from me. Get away. I just, there was a meme the other day that was like, what happened to all y'all? Give me $50 and I'll change it to 5000 Y'all in jail? <laughs> they gotta be. Y'all gotta be in jail. Because I ain't seen y'all for a while. Same thing with the oh, check. Gosh. Back in the day. Oh, I'm not fooling yeah. with y'all. Mm-mm. I'm not Just deposit this. You can keep that. Hand me. No. Mm-mm. And yourself right in the cage. Literally. Literally. And we your bank is scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We better get out. You know who you are, too. Listen. Uh-oh. You know who you are. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> mm. we were like, what? what did you tell us? She's like, well, you knew you was wrong. You knew good enough. You knew it sounded too good to be true we need to lose the whole bank account yes whole oh, bank no. account i'm like oh look why you wouldn't take it to a corner liquor store <laughs> what in the world <laughs> you take it to a real... no don't quote that y'all don't, don't quote that but still you go take it to a real gas station i'm like oh my gosh the scam stop with the quick get rich quick schemes yeah. literally anything it's gonna take yeah it's gonna work it's gonna be a lot of work for mm-hmm. sure it's gonna be a lot of work so <laughs> one of the last questions we have is how do you balance all of these things? Because we yes. know you're a wife, you're mm-hmm. a mother, mm-hmm. real estate mogul. Okay. Yes. She said they bought the block, y'all. Okay. <laughs> they ain't trying to buy it. They bought it. Multiple. Yes. And multiple. <laughs> Hello. So how do you balance all of these things? Because it really is a lot to have in all. I think people don't realize that until they get it. Yes absolutely no it is it is a lot um um, yeah it can it can definitely be a lot kind of managing it all I think one thing that's helpful for me is that you know my husband's my business partner and so as I'm balancing you know motherhood and business he's there to kind of balance me out um and we tag team and all that kind of stuff as well um but I try to take time for myself I have my girlfriends from college that you know we have a group chat that stays on fire um all the time and so you know they kind of become my escape from it all Mm -hmm. um we'll do a quick little girls weekend I can get it all out my system come back home um so so yeah I mean it's a matter of, of relying on my on my spouse and my business partner and you know trying to find me time when I can and make sure i keep my hair done because if yeah. my hair is not done my life ain't done okay. so you gotta have what those little things are to kind of keep yourself together no i agree <laughs> that's the truth when your hair ain't done it's like mm-hmm. it's over everything it's nothing works. everything mm-hmm. you 
might could have no nails or something, but your hair? Mm, I can't. That's do my a hair. black woman's it's a crown. Black woman. Woman. It is. Um, yeah, you have to have your hair done. No, mm-hmm. seriously. So <laughs> yes. Are there any last tips you would want to leave everyone or? No, I mean, I guess just, you know, follow us on uh, Charm City Buyers on Instagram, um, charmcitybuyers.com. We definitely do. We do a lot of, like, consults and workshops and all kinds of stuff. So for those who are looking to learn more about real estate or learn more about what we do um, and how you can, too, just hit me up. Everybody slides in my DMs anyway, so go yes, ahead. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Please hit them up. There are a few classes I am looking to take. Yes. Once I get these bugs right on up. Okay. No, seriously, because if y'all want to learn about real estate, they are the ones to learn from. They are doing it right now. This is their lives. They love it. And, and they're our age. Yes, literally. Mm-hmm. Come on. They're showing you that it's possible and it's not easy. We're right. not saying it's easy, but mm-hmm. it is doable. Mm-hmm. We literally are capable of being able to get out there and buy back our blocks. So, I think it's about time we wrap this thing on out. Yes, so flip your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I can rock Jordan or Stiletto. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain ten toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, amen.